This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. I'm going to dance and praise him. Let us not start. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Uh, thank you, choir. God bless you. <laughs> Let's read something from God's word this morning. Um, you know, I wanted to sing that song, but I now remember that, you know, uh, I said all services will finish 9.40. So, <laughs> if there is enough time, we'll sing it. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Um, I want to read from Matthew 13, verse 25. The Bible says, Why men slept. Matthew 13, 25. But why men slept? His enemy came and saw tears. That means men should not be sleeping. <laughs> How many of you slept between yesterday night, uh, last night and this morning? Look at what the Bible is saying when you sleep. Why men? Now, the women can sleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Bible says, why men slept? That means when women sleep, there's no problem. But when a man sleeps, <laughs> mm. You know, I started with men last week. God does not expect you to move any blame, any issue, and shift the blame in marriage to anybody if you're a man. Because man has the responsibility of leading the family. And there were many deep things went into so many men are sleeping spiritually when you sleep the enemy comes in of course not that you don't sleep physically what the bible is saying is that when you let down your guards like we saw in david last week you are going to open the door for the enemy to come in when marriage is not doing well most times you should blame the man because you are the leader I will talk about something in seconds. I always announce a bit about second service. And that will help women to understand the kind of man you should marry. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you know, I decided, because we can't talk about family without starting with men. You are the foundation. You are the source. And when I, anytime I'm praying, I receive some, I receive some words that are like instructions. So I'm going to say one right now. It's a common thing, but it's going to come to some people in an uncommon way. Listen to me very well. When we're having service on Wednesday, somebody asked me a question about, because the wife earns more, something like she misbehaves and and I said, no. It must have been, you are not in your position. That's the reason. No woman misbehaves because she earns more, except the man you have maybe you provoked her before time or whatever. 
But a woman, any more than man, does not make the woman become something else all of a sudden. But here is what every man must know. Please hear me very well. Maybe I will say this second service or just this, this statement. Women are receivers. Men are givers. By God's design. From the body appearance, bodily appearance to every other thing. Women receive. This is the reason. If your wife earns 2 million per, per month and you earn 100,000, she will still expect you to give even if it's 1,000. She might of her own take care of many things in the house. But when you begin to act as if the family depends on her money, you will get into trouble. A good woman will support you. She will love you. But please, be as a man, be advised. Live with your money. By the time you start budgeting family on her money, there will be problem. Not because she wants to, but they are receivers. See, it touches your wife deeply. She already knows you are collecting 100,000 and she's collecting 2 million. If out of that 100, even if it's 5,000 or 10 that you give her every month, watch what she will do with her 2 million with you. Where the problem is, is if you begin to sit on her neck for her money. Man's money is our money in the family. Woman's money is our money. You know, <laughs> did you get what I've just said now? But once your wife discerns that you genuinely love her and that any little thing you have, you share with her, she will begin to do the same thing with you. But you mess it up if you start from the beginning to think. Somebody hearing me? Let's read something from Proverbs chapter 24. We start from verse 3. This is very important. Proverbs 24, verse 3. Look at this, everybody. Because remember where we started from. Honestly speaking, if we function by the understanding that the Bible has given us, we will not be having issues in marriage. And let's 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 say this also to everybody listening to me. The best gift you can give your children, if you're a man, is to love their mom and create that atmosphere in your home. Very true. I will talk about four things, second service, that you must learn within the family. The Bible says, before we read this, Psalm 68, verse 6, that God set the solitary in families. When God sees a man that is lonely, God so much believes in the family that when he sees a solitary person, he puts him in the family, knowing that family will help him emotionally, spiritually, and physically. But in most cases, families make people more miserable. That's what God said. God himself will not do anything per se about the solitary. God believes so much that if I set him in the family, I have helped him enough. Because the family should have what it takes to help him develop into the kind of man or the woman that God has made him to be. He believes so much in family. So last week, we had to start from the beginning. 
And if you don't understand what God created, the basic differences between man and woman, there are things that you will get angry about. No, see, and I want to say this to all women also. By now, you should know men are logical in their ways, women are emotional. It will be like that forever. They are more concerned about how what you are saying is making them feel more than what you are saying. Did you get that? Hallelujah. It's because in the beginning, we, we, we'll come back to this later. In the beginning, Genesis 1, let's start from verse 26. Now, this is the origin of human species. And we should read that exactly because if you want to understand everything, go to your roots. One professor that said it has become a common slogan that in our history lies our hope. Somehow something happens to you when you go back to the root to understand where is all these things coming from. Where are, the, where are all these things coming from? It gives you an understanding of where you should stand. So let's look at this. God said, let us make man our own image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and so on. Now, verse 27. Look at this. So, God created man in his own image. The next thing is very important. In the image of God, he created him. But look at the last part. Male and female, he created them. As Bible scholars, you have to know, in Genesis, there was the creation of man chapter 1. In chapter 2 there was the formation of man. So, the Bible says man, when God created man, he put male and female species in a jacket called man. Mm. God never called woman Eve. It was Adam that called her Eve. The reason God made man in his own image and in his likeness, that means everything like himself. Now, can I shock you? There are scriptures that put it that God is a man. But there are scriptures also that put it that God is not a man, it's a woman. El Shaddai means, for the Bible says that um, our God is a man of war, man. But El Shaddai means the multi-breasted one, that's not a man. So inside the creator, there is the father part and the mother part. That is why he's the almighty. He combines the two together. That's why you will hear him say, I am a jealous God, the attribute of a woman. Have you read that in the Bible before? Because he combines the two. Because he is a source of life. And to be able to create male and female, they must be inside him. So when he created man in his own image and after his likeness, spiritually, God created male and female. But he formed the male first. And from the male, to show that the female was coded inside male, he brought her out of the male. Did you get that? One of the reasons why you must let the Bible teach you about women, you were sleeping when she was created, so you don't know her. I don't know why God was interested in doing it that way. Because when the bride of Christ also was going to come from Jesus Christ, 
the chalk came from the side of Jesus when they put the spear inside the side. Water and blood gushed out. We are washed by water. That's why we are Christians. That was the day the church was born. The church also was born when Jesus died. He was sleeping. He slept for three days. The soldiers looked at the first thing, broke their leg. Broke the leg of second. When they got to Jesus, he told, he told the centurion, this one is already dead. And he put spear by his side. The Bible says blood and water came out. That was how the church was born. So we are born of water and of blood. But Jesus too was sleeping when the bride came out of his side. Because it's a pattern in God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the Bible said next verse, and God blessed them to show that God wasn't talking to only male species. But he formed the male species first. And out of Adam, he brought out, ah, this is what I want to talk about seconds, seconds out. What, what, what else? There is only one thing that when it is not in place, it upsets all other things. Hallelujah. What happened to Adam that began to blame Eve? We consider it more second service. But he created a male and female. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's look at something. This is why understanding this is very important. So Adam now said, this is the flesh of my flesh and the bone of my bone. He first called a woman. That means this is another type of me that complements me. She's a man with a womb. So you call her woman. Womb man. Are you getting what I'm saying? In other words, everything you give to a woman, because she has a womb, multiplies and she gives it back to you. Women are never the originators of anything in that sense. So when you want to have a child, it comes from the man. But it must be given to the woman to incubate and produce. This is why somebody said, so I don't want to use some words that are for adults in that sense. But in, 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 in what you call, what happens between husband, husband and wife, what the man gives is the seed. It is the inside the woman that the body is formed. By the time she gives birth, it's more than the seed that the man gave. It's a principle forever. If you give your wife a sentence, she might convert it actually to a chapter. And if you give her a chapter, she'll give you a book. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did you get what I've just said now? Now, I think next week we move to analyze these two stuff. But like I said last week, I'm still just laying foundation. All I want you to know today, Proverbs chapter 24, Bible says that, verse 3, through wisdom a house is built. And through true knowledge, through wisdom a house is built, by understanding it is established and by knowledge, verse 4, it is filled. If you don't have understanding as a man, of who a woman is, a healthy home can never be built. So this is why we are taking this journey to understand this. What you should ignore, you will react to because you don't understand that a woman is brought into your life but she's in many ways different from yourself. 
Adam woke up and he just received that revelation. A man with a womb, woman. And he said, this one is different. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? If people go into marriage without this understanding, then they begin to have problems upon problems. Now, I want, I want to say this. I was reading one day and the man said, happy families, they all have similar patterns. What keep, the things that keep them happy, they are the same. Unhappy families are unhappy for different reasons. He says success is more predictable. Failure is not. Every family that is very happy, there are some common things that you see. Those who are unhappy are unhappy for different reasons. A million and one. But those that are happy are just happy for about five reasons that you find. I don't know whether we'll get there to in every happy family. Sometimes a preacher has to stress something for people to get it. What I want to leave you with this morning is if you are watching and you're having the day you stop thinking that your situation is unique, they don't know my wife, they don't know my husband. The Bible says there is no temptation that has taken you that is not common to man. In other words, God is warning you, don't make your problem peculiar and say to people, It's my wife, they don't understand. It is about certain principles that you are ignoring. Period. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Amen. The man leads the home. The man leads the home. Let's talk briefly about this. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When God created Adam, and then when God formed him, before he formed the woman, the creator was very, very deliberate about certain things. Number one, the female species never came out until certain things were in place. Please pay attention. Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2 are the only two chapters in the Bible that are perfect. They mirror God's original intention for man. All other chapters are remedial causes after the fall of man. So if you want to know God's perfect plan for man, you must go to Genesis 1 and 2. There was no sin. Everything was perfect. So it shows God's perfect act and perfect plan towards humanity. And what was the plan? This way, I said every Sunday when I talked to bless both those who are married and those who are single. The first thing God did was to put Adam. Bible says God put the man in Eden, Garden of Eden. Eden means pleasure. It's a, another way of saying that. The Bible says in his presence and at his right hand there are pleasures forever. In other words, Eden was a kind of divine presence. God was saying that for a man to function the way I want him and to be able to adequately take care of, of his woman and lead a healthy family, the first thing a man needs is the presence of God. Ah, the day I read this scripture again and again, anytime I read it, 
I will just be like, Lord, Christianity is in trouble. 1 Corinthians 14, 25, if we read this, how many men are qualified? Some of them will teach their wives. They will teach the wife that another name for Jesus is Lucifer. Because so many are far from the Bible. But look at what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians 14. Uh, no, I, I'm looking for where it says that if they have any question at all, they should. Is it 35 or so? Go to verse 35. It's a long chapter, 1 Corinthians 14. Go to verse 35. Now, the Bible says yes. <laughs> Paul is talking to women here. Start from 34. Can you imagine this? I'll complete Genesis 2 now. Let your women keep silent in churches. We're talking that people have said that means women should not eat. We'll go to that, but that's not for theological debate this morning. For it is not permitted that for them to speak. But they are commanded to be under obedience as also saith the law. So in other words, Paul is quoting the law here. But we, we, verse, I don't want to go into that. Let's let just verse 35. If they will learn anything, let them ask their husband at home. Ah! <laughs> Every man that is married there, if the spiritual life of your wife depends on your teaching, where will she be now? That word, anything, is a powerful word. If she wants to learn about angels, about spirits, about altar, about anything, Bible says, God so much trusted man that he said that the man I created will teach her. But how many men will do that? Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. This is the way some men are looking at me. <laughs> the Bible didn't say that they should learn in the church. It's like he said in the church they should keep quiet. Can you imagine? He said, but on their way home, their, what is the meaning of uh, what's the meaning of apocalypse? And the answer is apple what? <laughs> are you talking about apple tree or what? That let them ask the husband at home. They are what are different types of visions? I must say, I've not even seen one in my life. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let them ask the man. How do I plan my money? And the man says that this is what the Bible says about what you do with your money. Let them ask. I am going to remind me if I forget. I want to end with that question somebody asked me on Wednesday about why. Because I am trying to, you, all of you that have been around for a while, you know this is, the way I'm going this morning is not my usual style of preaching. I, I talk fast and I quote scriptures a lot. But you see, when you are dealing with family, you have to support that a little. And I want to be sure that everybody is getting what I'm saying. Because many go to church and their families are still not healed. And what grieves me most, when church folks encounter problems, they behave like unbelievers. In the history of this church, maybe we must have had like four, five, maybe up to six, seven people who angrily left, stopped their wife from coming to church, stopped coming to church, and forever told that if you step that church again, that's the end of our marriage. And what led to it? The money between them. And in all cases, the money belonged to the woman. Yes. I have stood before, and I told Linda, I said there's no problem. I stood before one before. The problem was, I said, this is, this is bad. This is terrible. Because when basics are, and it's just, Bible says, one to them that postponed the day of doom. 
that fight will still happen again. You see, you cannot actually negotiate with a terrorist. I'll go to our. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? That's the truth. Praise the Lord. Not too long ago, somebody even still wrote me from outside the country on the same subject. The same thing. The breadwinner is a woman. She gives tithes. The man says no. And she talks about the father. But I keep going higher and higher. He does nothing. He attacks tithes. And I'm telling that maybe this is why you are not prosperous and he doesn't want to hear. But I don't even have a problem with whatever he does with his own money. Why is he controlling me? Not to. He has left, he has lost all his own money. Now he put his eyes on her money. And he feels the problem is that she's giving tithes. And you are begging her for money every now and then. You collect from her and spend it to your family. You collect from her and spend it to your family. And you are not seeing that she's making progress, you are not. And you are still trying to tell her so that she should stop paying tithes like yourself. She will crash land like yourself. And the both of you have nothing in the house. Satan is wicked. And this is this is very common. Yeah. The one that told us not to come the, the same thing, the same story. Same the same story. Why? See, are you are you are you getting what I'm saying? Oh dear Lord Jesus. <laughs> okay, let me conclude this way. Remember, I said I want to talk about, I want to say something about that. So as soon as God brought man, the Bible says two, so he now to the clay, he made man from the dust. Mm. You know, God never made women from the dust. He made women from man. Sometimes I think God is partial. But he made the man from the dust. <laughs> this is why women are so concerned about their beauty, about their appearance. And men are not as concerned as women because you are from dust. <laughs> That's why you can go out without having your battery. Why you can't do that? There are many things. And you wonder why they must they want to go out there. I want to so <laughs> hallelujah. Anyway, are you are you with me? See, when I start talking to women about submission, they too might not like the message. But for now, they are enjoying it because I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking to men. Because they, nobody knows who like God. He told men, the only thing I need you to do is to love your wife. And he told women, submit. Because for a man, that's the most difficult thing. And for a woman, that is the most difficult thing. God knows that this is where your flesh does not want to cooperate with me. But that this is the answer submit to your husband. There's no other way. Let me tell you this. Okay, I, I will come to that. <laughs> okay. I think I should... Let me, let's talk about one of the things. I'm going to say about three, but I'll just speak about one, just for this service. So God makes sure that Adam was placed in garden. The first thing God did with man. If you haven't found your place in God's presence as a Christian, you might not lead your wife very well. You might not lead your family very well. Things happen in marriage that the only shock absorber that you have is the power of God's presence in your life. That is why you can't be provoked and say some things. 
no matter how much he annoys you, and believe me sincerely, there is no married man that at one time or that your wife will not do something that will annoy you. As those who are married there. Why you will not born is that there is a powerful divine presence. It is a starting point. Now, I want to say some other things, but I will say them second side. But from that one, let me now conclude with it. So when the guy asked, when the guy asked that question on where is there or a woman, I don't know which I was asking about the husband, uh, any more than the husband, and the okay, my wife misbehaves because she has man, all those things. Now listen. There is a security that divine presence gives you. Those who know their God, even when their pocket is empty, they are full of confidence. Money is not the in fact, money gives you no authorization to lead. When you lead because you have money, it is actually a pseudo kind of thing, it's not real. And you see the politicians, they will honor you because you are in the office. There was one Nigeria many years ago that even carried generator national stadium to go and do party. This one, the only person I'm talking about, hometown for a party. But this is a funny thing. One week after he left office, then his father died. The mom was the one who went to bury that time. Or maybe the father first. He carried the whole state to follow him to do the burial in the states. Then, one week after he left office, his mom died. Nobody followed him. Political power is the weakest of all. Before you blink your eye, it goes. And then you might have a, so you might struggle to put your man there. That your man that you put there will be the one that will fry you. You can see it in Nigeria now. There are some states now that the governor did everything possible to put his own guy there. The guy got there and he told the governor, come back to the state and get yourself arrested. The Bible says God catches the white in their wise in their craftiness. You understand what I'm saying? So, money is not what you used to, so to control people. That is manipulation and control. So, if a man is married to a woman, it is possible that your wife should be more, might be more intelligent than yourself. The best student in my set in you, I was a lady. She finished first class and beat all of us. But she's married now, and she's a very humble lady. So it's possible your wife knows mathematics, you don't know maths. <laughs> when it comes to all this consulting, this exam, this aptitude test and everything, she will just do ten times over. But you see, if you have found your security in God, you will never feel insecure about anything that has to do with your wife. One of the most dangerous things that a woman can do is to marry an insecure person. You are in trouble. I have seen or I've heard, but I know the people it happened to, that the husband was the one that went to report the wife to immigration in America for them to deport her. They both got there and she got a job first and she was and the man began to have problem with that. And I think maybe she made a mistake, something that she did one time that an immigrant shouldn't do. The husband went to immigration to report the wife for her to be deported. They wanted to, but the woman there looked at the woman. She was, she, you know, woman to me, it was her husband that came here. He said, what you have done, we should deport. He said, but because of husband, I'm not going to. How can a man be this bitter? And this is the sad part. They were both going to church. That level of bitterness inside someone. I'm going to talk about some things that second service that if in the family they don't put it, put it inside you, you are in a defective, there is a problem already. And when you grow up, it will show the more you grow.
family must teach you certain things that if they don't communicate it to you the only alternative is for church to help you but now this is the problem as church is trying to help you that weakness can even make you fight the church do you get what i've just said now this is very serious i want to stop here let's rise is someone blessed this morning <laughs> hallelujah is someone blessed this morning if you are a man of God, not a pastor, a man of God in your house, your wife has an interview, you put your hand on her head, say, dear, I pray with you as you go. And she, it will not be a problem that she earns more than yourself. You can't say because you are not earning more, she should not. If I did more, I, I've said to myself, I have an idea of, I don't have a regular, I, I have an idea of how much comes to me a month. If my wife will have times on bread of it, that is my prayer. I'll be so happy. Now my birthday, she will buy a jet for me. But I'm not going to ask her. You understand? Our children will go to school based on my budget. If I'm earning 200k, that is what I will plan. I'm not going to plan on our money. My money is our money. Our money is our money. So send them to a school of 3 million. I'll be asking now. But you earn 2 million a month and you are supposed to pay school fees. The beginning of crisis in marriage. All men, did you hear what I've just said now? Your woman will salute and respect you so much if your eyes, if you refuse. I told them on Wednesday. When this church started, I was not, you know, I just, we, we just started. I just came to Lagos. I went to a, resume a job. The day I resumed, that was the day I left also. I was just let to leave. Before we met, she had been working in bank for about six or seven years. So you can think about it. She had bought a car before we met, of her own, as a single lady. From when we're dating till today, I don't know how much my wife collects. When I had no form of income, I did not know her salary. I never asked her once. I have never seen my wife's account balance once. Yet, all my accounts are with her bank. She sees mine. I don't say, okay, now I want to move from, uh, I want to rent another house. So, uh, come, 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 let me see. I just tell her, I want to do this. So, this is how much I have. If you can add to it, it will be wonderful. I don't say more than that. But she doesn't wait for me to say that anyway. But to start checking, so let me see your account balance. Two million. Ah! Now two, 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 go share. And then you start. This is how people get into truth. So, uh, some of you single ladies who are already blessed now, you, 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 you are not yet married. But the guy is already using his time to check your phone. He's already using his time to ask questions around how much you earn. And you still can't see that this is trouble going to happen in the future. Every conversation, he tries to try to size you up. So this one. One lady came to see me, a young girl. She said that the guy was asking her. She just bought a car. Then she said, the guy said that. So when we are married, I'll be using the car. I said, it's John Abewo. Is it? I don't understand. Honestly, no, it's hard for me to say don't marry, but God did such a way that relationship broke by itself. 
I now told her, I said, I am happy for you. Now she's married to one of my friends. She's Canada. You know the person I'm talking about. She's Canada now. They are happily married. I was praying for her. Praying. They already had booked a hall. My eyes have seen things though. They had booked a hall before the marriage relationship broke and everything. So she paid. The guy transferred 150 to her. She had that 350 to get the hall. When he said they were not doing it again, he called her to collect 150 back. And now to her, I said, I just didn't want to talk that. I said, you see now, if you had married this guy, she will make you go through hell. Your fancy body, can you ask him when we are married, who will be using the car? She bought it because of you. Something is wrong with you. And in the name of emotional love, this is why I will talk about that second service. Family must help to raise kids who are not emotional. Uh, in, uh, in, you, they must not be imbalanced emotionally. We can't say people should not be emotional, but they should learn to control their emotion. Otherwise, you can raise a girl. She's so weak. She can be the best student in school and still be finding an affirmation inside the guy. That's how she will fall into the hand of a wrong guy. All of you will know as parents that there's something wrong with this man, but she will go into it. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We worship you. Thank you for your word. Blessed be your name. Glory to your name. In Jesus' name. Hello. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to implore you now to give your heart to Christ and by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously, he has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us.